and welcome back to Green Cows Don't Fly. Here we are again in the green room. Green room? The green room. Green room. The green room. <laughs> Sound like Jonathan Ross. And uh, here's B. Hello. And uh, sorry I'm late, but, you know, people to murder and dragons to fight and yeah. things like that. Yes. Well, of course, I'm getting excited. The new Game of Thrones thing starts next weekend. The so you'll be watching, will you? The sequel. The, qu- the prequel, I should say. Yeah, I'll be watching. I watched it all. Didn't have a great finish, mind you. The after about a million episodes, look they went. They went. Oh, God, how are we going to finish this? <laughs> you know that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. You get oh, yeah. this fabulous series, disease, and then suddenly they just end it really badly. It's a little lost. I mean, the ending of Lost. I mean, couldn't they think of anything better? No, I heard an awful lot. I didn't watch. I, 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 I didn't watch Lost, but I heard it got hammered for that, didn't it? it got really badly hammered. Oh, it was fabulous for until it ended. Yeah. Well, Game of the Thrones worst pretty much the same. I think Game of Thrones, the problem with Game of Thrones was that you've got about a million, billion, three thousand, trillion uh, story strands all happening, you know, concurrently. And there was no, and they were they were based in the TV series on, you know, a, a collection of books. And mm. so the author as such hadn't written an ending. There was, there was no big ending anyway. So they kind of wimped out a bit on it. It was okay, but it, you know it wasn't. It wasn't great, and I, th- I think they're doing this prequel now <laughs> to try and make amends, make up for it. Yeah. Well, it's just probably going to be low-value productions, only sixteen million dollars an episode. You know, so I would imagine it's going to look pretty bad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so so here we are. So meanwhile, back at our own uh, big production, you know, um, where are we? We're in another world. We are in the green room cafe. Cafe. Yeah, we are. Oh no, you mean on the boat? You're on the boat. Where's our pro They're yeah, on the boat. boat. They're on a boat, aren't they? And yeah. They're just a, throwing the wangaroo, haven't they? They did. They had the dice throwing, and Crazel couldn't count. No, <laughs> doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and then there was a voice above who was going to make a decision whether the um, right. thing they That's threw right. was a thing, whatever yes. that thing was called. Wangaroo TM. A wangaroo. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Good. Well. I was See, I did listen. You did. <laughs> And you're going to do the reading this week, aren't you? I am indeed. Marvelous. <coughs> and uh, put up this, with my yes. funny language. And, and, and here he is, bang on time. Oh, Brian! It's, Hello, it's, Brian! Hello, Brian! Hello. What a morning I've had. The bus driver would not believe my pensioner's bus pass was genuine. He said I was clearly only somewhere in my fifties and not old enough to have one. Oh dear. I'm hardly surprised though, Brian. But luckily I had my library card with me too, so he grudgingly allowed me to travel. Ah, so all's well that ends well. Fabulous. Well, Brian, go and have a cup of coffee over there and um, we'll do the reading in the meantime. Get into character of your, you know, your star man. Mystic Brian, yeah. Mystic Brian, that's it. That's him. So then, let's get cracking. Already sound like the um, younger elder. Or, you did, yes, or yes, yes, yes. You're telling <laughs> me your, your younger 12. elder. <laughs> Storytelling. <laughs> I've got this. For you know, I've got this mental image of the youngest elder. She's cl- she's clutching one of those little sort of cloth dollies to her the whole time. Oh, when I do the drawings, I could do that. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. idea. Thanks yeah, for that. 
I'm on points for that, okay? <laughs> anyway, chapter 12. Three hours. It's been three hours since the booming voice from above told them from above that they'll have to wait for a decision from above. From above decision is being... Pardon? It it's was coming above. from above, yeah, right, okay. I think he may just be coming from above. Right, okay. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's somewhere up in the clouds, I think. Probably. Or at Tannoy. Yeah. The microphone on the boat. Stand by! We're sinking. <laughs> the decision being whether the dice they threw will be accepted as a wangaroo or whether it'll be classed as a mini wangaroo. Whether the dice they threw... the wang- Sorry, I'm Pardon? doing an off terribly for interrupting this morning. Whether the dice they threw will be accepted as a wangaroo. That's pure poetry, that. Oh, it is, isn't it? Anyway, I'm going to shut up now and let you get on, but sorry. <laughs> no, you can't. Just maybe let me finish one sentence. Yeah, OK. <laughs> Either way, the wangaroos will decide their fate. Will they go through the vortex or won't they? They will just have to wait to hear back from the booming voice. Pristina sits down on her shopping trolley and says, I'm bored. Bob bleeps. Me too. Alosia. Me too. Grandolf. Me too. Ole, amigos. Let's have a dragon bull fight. The youngest elder brushes him off with a wave of a hand. Oh no, you cruel man. You mustn't do that. Instead, I suggest we contemplate the meaning of life. I've already found my inner peace, man. Hailons! Crazy old sniggers. I just thought of something we could do. I'll roll the dice again, and if I get the same numbers as above, I decide who takes off their skirt. Perf! They shout in unison. <laughs> Bob bleeps. Let's just wait patiently with grace. Show them above we're worthy of a favourable decision. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got real bad diction problems, Bob, hasn't he? <laughs> I should have done him something totally different. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Let's just wait patiently with grace. Show them above. We're worthy of a favourable decision. I could take either take now. See which one's the most intelligible. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Wait patiently. With various levels of grace, that is. The boat rocks as it's sucked ever closer to the vortex. The vortex being the dangerous, swirly mass of water where two seeds... Two seas meet. If the questers don't get a decision soon, the boat, with all passengers on board, will be sucked in between the seas and end up at the bottom of the ocean between two seabeds. They have to speed things up. Grandolf has an idea. By Jove, I've just had a good idea. Bob smiles. Bob likes good ideas in the face of certain death. Go on, chap. What is it? Grandolf adopts a theatrical stance of importance. Pristina has black currant wine in her trolley. How about we hold a sophisticated wine tasting event to pass the time? That'll show them above where were they of a decision in our favour. Well, so they're going to do wine tasting, are they? To pass a bit of time, and they seem to think that proves that they're worthy. We drink alone, know the difference, and give us a good. Favourite. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's synonymous with sophistication and good manners, isn't it? Wine tastings. Pretentiousness and... Um, Pretentiousness. Uh, say that. Yes, well, no, no, but 
you did, and I would have to agree. Um, but uh, well, no, what I would do if it were at me, I'd just sort of take just a copy of Proust. It. I'd take a copy of Proust out and start reading Proust or Proust. <laughs> Proust, famous author, isn't he? Proust. It's one of the heavyweights. Okay. Always gets the body. So you imagine the voices from above were looking down, going, "Well, they're, look, they're reading Proust and having wine tastings." <laughs> Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give him the big wangaroo. Yeah, the big one. <laughs> exactly. The biggest wangaroo. Of the all biggest wangaroo. Or the wangaroo of all wangaroos. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's only it's only the second time it's ever been thrown. This is a, this is history, almost history in the making, sort of. Yeah. So uh, anyway, Crazel uh, says, "Oh, aye, let's get trolleyed. Let's have a bottle or two. No, not a piss up, Crazel. A tasting event." We must retain decorum if we're to be worthy of the what 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 what's it called? A what wine tasting? Great health sniggers. <laughs> a wangaroo, says the Spaniard, the name of whom the author of this chapter can't remember and can't be asked to check. It might be Cartano. She's not sure. <laughs> Hint, <Hint-hint>. Yeah. <laughs> Christina takes two bottles from her trolley and Grandolf opens them with his thought. Poof. He pours the wine. They all take a glass. Can I just say, he pours the wine E? Have you got the yeah, same Yeah, I just saw the spelling <laughs> mistake, the wine E. <laughs> anyway. Corrected. Yeah. Grandolf says. Now, you will see that as far as the red wine goes, this is a light bodied wine. Everyone hold it up to the light and tell me what you think of the colour. Moonbeam holds his glass up against the sun. Very psychedelic, man. He then sniffs. The wine's bouquet. Smells like elderflowers. Cool, man. Pristina says, Looks a bit like Ribena. Aloja says, No, it looks like the blood of the dragon I slayed three years ago. The youngest elder sniffs the wine and says, It has gentle notes of chocolate and hints of blackcurrant and, oh dear, it's gone straight to my head. <laughs> <laughs> nice quick fire voices though by the way <laughs> not oh. easy is it no there's a goat with fish says Bob oh no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> says Crazel there's a goat with fish says Bob and then the phone rings to the ringtone of Donald where's your trousers hang on Whose phone is that? Asks Grandolf. They all check their phones. Crazel turns red-faced. It's mine. He looks at the number. Oh, bastard. It's Mrs. Zell. What for the life of Robert Bruce does she want? Then? What for the life of Robert the Bruce? Very <laughs> <laughs> poetic. <laughs> Somebody's done the research, yeah. I wonder if anybody <laughs> in Scotland actually says that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, in the same way that, you know, they probably don't say, Hoots, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Pristina, who is always up for a bit of gossip, says, put it on speakerphone, please. Crazy L does. Answer the phone on speaker, that is. They hear the screaming of five children at the <laughs> other end. Crazy L says, Oh, hello, my wee darling pet. Then the voice of Mrs. Crazy L. 
Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be gonna, me, is it? You, oh, so it's going to be you, of course, this, yeah. Mrs. Crazo, I suppose yes. I'm going to have to do that. Yes, yes, come on, oh, let's have God. it. Can I do a Scottish? Cray, where are you? You're meant to be back hours ago. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, my pet. Don't tell me the train from the hospital in Brighton to Dundee takes that long. You said you'd put the bairns to bed. The bairns? The bairns. <laughs> That's a good Scottish word. Oh, my pet, I'm counting a wee problem. Cray, don't you dare give me no shite. <laughs> I'm me having that crap about fighting the Loch Ness Monster again. <laughs> this is really hard. No, this is totally true. I was on my way back home when these two persons told me I needed to save the world again. You know, like last time, when my head was chopped off in Brighton. Last <laughs> <laughs> time my hair was chopped off. <laughs> Like, well, how often does that happen? As excuses go, as excuses for staying at the pub, that's quite good, really. Yeah. Sorry, dear, I didn't come home for the pub. My, I had my head no, chopped off. Head off. <laughs> no worry about it getting glued on mysteriously, are you? No. Hmm. There's a long pause during which kids seem to murder each other. Then, fine. Maybe. Did you buy the haggis like I told you? I'm not buying haggis in England, my pet. I'll do that when I get to Dundee Station. And well, when will that be? Well, that depends on the booming voice from above. You see, we're waiting for an answer from that voice above to tell us. Us? What? You and another lass? Uh, well, actually, there's... Uh, he counts the assembled women. One, two, three lassies and... He counts the assembled men. One, two, three... Oh, for God's sake! Fuck off, Cray! That wasn't very Scottish, wasn't it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Craig. Fuck off. That's better. It's that <laughs> well, still not good, is it? <laughs> anyway, he's got to fuck off. Yeah, he's got it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Sell hangs up. Oh, dear. Grandolf pats his shoulder. Don't worry, old chap. Once she hears the news that you've saved the world for a second time, she'll forgive you anything. Bob adds. Just don't forget the haggish. And then a basket on a rope arrives in the midst from above, followed by the booming voice from above. We have decided, but before we tell you, you must first pay an admission fee. We accept wine as payment. Put three bottles in the basket, then give it to tugs. They do. The basket disappears from you and into the heavens. Soon, they hear a popping noise of three bottles, then three different kinds of glugging noises... Then three loud burps. Something like that. <laughs> the basket comes back down with three empty bottles inside. The voice booms from above. Recycle that, will you? Grandolf shouts. Have you made your decision? We have, slurs the booming voice. And is it a wangaroo? Who was that? Go, 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 go. Grandel, Grandel. That wasn't very grand of you, was it? That was a big It could be anybody. It's not. It's not tagged, but it could be anyone. Is it? Is it Grandolf? No, it could be anybody. Okay. Okay. So I'll do a crazy L then. Yeah. And is it a wangaroo? Giggles up in the heavens. It is indeed. You will be transported to your chosen destination. Where do you want to go? The youngest elder speaks. We want to go to a Milky Way far away, to a planet called... You wouldn't be able to pronounce it. We want to go to King Titus. 
Very well. We will make it so. Hold on to your pants. Everyone holds on to their pants. Oloja holds on to her armour and Crazel grabs Pristina's dress. Just at that moment, some bloke carrying a beach towel walks out on deck saying, Was ist denn da los? He's the German guy from a few chapters ago. He's turned up again. He's a bit like that piano woman in the first book. Yeah, it's like the German still guy. Still available on Amazon. Yeah, still available on Amazon, that first book. <laughs> Two ninety nine ebook, six ninety nine paperback with added brilliant drawings. <laughs> and other stuff, short stories and things. And short stories and extras that you haven't heard. A whirly stream of green light appears from the vortex, a bit like the green mist in book one. One, the one in the filing cabinet. Yes, that one. If you haven't oh, like, read, pardon? I must be psychic. I wasn't reading ahead. Because here comes the plug. <laughs> if you haven't book, read book one, go to Amazon where it's available to buy for two ninety nine for the ebook and six ninety nine for the paperback. A bit of an echo around here. It's a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, the green light stream, it morphs and takes the shape of an arm. The end of the arm becomes a hand. Cool, man. The hand of light lifts the questers off the ground. The German guy, too, and he's immediately regretting trying to jump the queue. He's clutching his towel for dear life. The booming voice from above booms. Engage. Then the hand pulls them all into the vortex. Through a tunnel of light, the questers plus one, the German guy with his towels, are whirled around in the stream of light. They shoot through time and space, and after what feels like an eternal trip on LSD, they are eventually spat out at the other end. They land on the German man's towel, all on top of each other. It's a mess. The German man is at the bottom of the pile. Wein Gott, Spitführer! What a ride! Man, can we do it again? Yes, please! Says Crazel with a muffled voice. Get your face out of my ass! Shouts Pristina. Sorry, sweet cakes! It was not my fault. I landed on your bum. It was a light stream. Oh, good gravy. What should I say? Holy custard. Hey, this is my spot. I was landing here first. See, my towel was already here. It's a bad German <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. How very exciting was that journey? The youngest elder. We must have landed somewhere special. No, we haven't. This place stinks... It smells of farts, says Crazel as he extracts himself from Pristina's behind. Bum doesn't smell of farts. I meant the air. The air stinks. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, muchos shitos. <laughs> muchos shitos. <laughs> says Cartano. We're on the wrong planet. This isn't King Titus's kingdom. The questers have accidentally been teleported to Fartopia. The youngest elder, who has aged about ten years after having realised the predicament, says, Oh dear, what must we do now? No idea, amigos, but let me ponder the situation. In the meantime, you all must clip the peg on your nose. This place really does stink. Well, what about that then? I think you say that after every episode, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> But there we have it, and I say that every time. Yeah? They're in Fartopia. Well, we can say this. Muchos shitos. Muchos shitos, darling. <laughs>
for Dobio. No, yeah. that is, yes. Something yes. like that. I think so. I think it's a new, a, a new catchphrase emerging there. Uh, but yes, a lot well, too. Not, not happened in that, you know. It's Mujos Shitos. That is. Yes. <laughs> Actually set up for next week, I think. And uh, We just need stars next. Yeah. Uh, here he comes. Here he comes. Okay, Brian, stars next. Are you ready? You two really should rehearse. Because, believe me, that was very definitely Muchos Shitos. But now you can rely on me to save the day. Your stars with Mystic Brian Capricorn. Her next door has been listening to what's going on in your house using a wine glass pressed to the wall. It's an invasion of your privacy. Consider reporting her to the police. On Friday, the retired colonel from number 35 will call to ask you to join the neighborhood watch scheme. Best pretend you are not in by hiding behind the sofa. He's an utter. Your lucky continent is South America. And your lucky antique is a 1754 silver vinaigrette from Paris. Worth a few quid too. Nice. Amazing stuff there from Brian. Uh, don't get too upset though. Yes, that also was Mucho's she taught. Mucho's she taught. And as if the thunder on Brian's soundtrack isn't enough, we've got real thunder happening here outside the Green Cafe. The Green Room Cafe. What's it called? The Green Room Cafe. Green Room Cafe. That's it. We're going to be doing it for about two years. Thought I might remember that. Well, that's it. It's time to go, I think. Time to go. And um, mm. time to come back next week. Time to come back next week. Same, pl- same time, same place. See you then. Goodbye. Good grief. That, really, was Macho's shit.